The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year, and some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember this guy? His name is Daniel Goldman, and uh, it's pretty fair to say he purchased himself a congressional seat. This was him during the Twitter hearings. And even with Twitter, you cannot find actual evidence of any direct government censorship of any lawful speech. And when I say lawful, I mean non-criminal speech because Plenty I'll of give you speech one. is non-criminal. I'll give you one. Gentlemen's time to expire. I'd ask unanimous consent to enter into the record the following email from Clark Humphrey, Executive Office of the Presidency, White House Office, January 23rd, 2021. That's the Biden administration, 439 a.m. Hey, folks. This goes to um, Twitter. Hey, folks, wanted to use the term Mr. Mr. He used, they use the term Mr. Mr. Goldman just used. Wanted to flag the below tweet and I'm wondering if we can get moving on the process for having it removed. So Goldman then, that was Jim Jordan. Goldman then says, oh, oh, show me the tweet. Show me the tweet. As if Robert Kennedy was threatening people on Twitter. It was about the injections. So it turns out that that guy, Goldman, has a $30 million offshore nonprofit in Tax Haven, in Tax Haven Islands. How's it related? Like this. The banning of information on Twitter by government, as we talked about in the first hour, to protect Fauci and to con people into taking further injections is the technocratic state. Goldman has his money in a tax haven away from the technocratic state. The technocratic state is coming for us. Now it's money. If you look at the triad of freedom, food, health, money. That's the triad of freedom. They're coming for that. And they're coming for it in a particularly obnoxious way. And for everybody who ever dares speak about income inequality you are going to have to have your tongues removed if you dare speak of it in relation to this government helping with it again. Now, thank goodness, we have Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney to fight the good fight, right? We'll get started with the great help of our friends in the far freer state of Texas. TexasSuperfoods.com. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. 
It's not enough that there is a federal digital payment system coming. I mean, that already exists. When you wire money, it's effectively a federal system. And as I've said countless times, we already have digital currency. A credit card is digital currency. A phone app is digital currency. What they want is to suck up your life's energy. This is a vampire tax. It's the beginning of the vampire tax. I mean, all taxes you could say are vampiric, but there's a next step in all this, which is going to be the time where we have to peacefully revolt. We have to jam culture. We're going to have to, you know, that whole phrase, become ungovernable. We're going to have to jam culture. We're going to have to let the, the disgusting chamber of commerce and, and roundtable, a CEO roundtable, know. You continue to push this. We're out. We're out of your game. I will personally, and I do not think that this is in any way a violation of Romans 13 where we are to follow government authorities because they're not following the Constitution. They're so far out of bounds. They're so far down the road of, of, of well, frankly, the mark of the beast is where this heads. They're so far down that road. I will not comply. How? I will barter. I will go out and purchase as many things with cash as I can. I will barter for people with effort. I'm, sadly, I'm not a skilled craftsman. I'm going to be on the low side of this. I'm going to be paid labor, bartered labor. I'll put myself out for barter. While I still am able to spend the money I have, I'll buy a bunch of stuff, storage, food storage, and gasoline. And I don't care if you think it's irresponsible of me to store it. I'll store it in a way I know to be responsible. Plant as many plants as I can. And get ready to with ammunition to go provide for my family as, as ready as I can while I still have the cash. And when, when you guys make this change to the CEO roundtables, at that point, all bets are off. You're stealing from us. Now, I'm not going to steal because we cannot, we cannot fight for heaven using the tools of the devil. But I'll be out of your system. So if I go and I purchase a little tiny motorcycle to get around, and have it converted so it can burn methanol, come and get me. If I go buy a car and one of the conversion kits so that it can burn vegetable oil, come and get me. We are going to have to be together in this because the, the, the clear path stands right in front of us. The Federal Reserve's digital payment system, which it promises will help speed up the way money moves, will debut in, in July. Speed it up. Just about cursed. Speed it up. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. You can wire money in an hour. You have to, in most cases, you have to go to the bank. My bank offers to allow me to put my voice print on something to send it. I refuse. I'll go down to the bank. In fact, it's much to the chagrin of partners of mine. I don't have ACH. I send the check. Send it through the mail. Venmo is an instant debit. PayPal is an instant debit. There's no speeding up. 
and they put a brand name on it. Fed now, as it be known, will create a leading edge payment system that is resilient, adaptive, and accessible, said uh, Richmond Fed President Tom Barkin, who is the program's executive sponsor. These are the same people who say that we have infinite cash. The Fed. We have infinite cash. Oh, okay, well, then it's not viable. If something has an infinite amount, it's not that valuable. Which is why you are taking this the direction that you intend to take it. With the cash you have now, I encourage you to buy as many things as you're going to be able to barter in the near future. That is in the next two to three years. I encourage you, if you if it's not going to harm your family, if it's not going to stop you from purchasing the essentials, I beg you to get into the barter game now. And I don't feel a need to report it, frankly. We talked last week with uh, Bolar Capital Management's Zach Abraham about the, uh, the, the actual bailout of the people who, did the, uh, who made the, the, the stupid decision. Well, no, I guess it's not stupid because they're getting bailed out. Who have CFOs and VP finance but didn't bother to distribute their money amongst a bunch of banks or simply to put it in a federal money market account so it would have been assured 100%. Does this sound like something that Zach's been warning about for a long time? It should. Because right now, with the state of this economy and what we're watching and these guys getting ready to do this, risk management could not be more important. This week, coming up Thursday uh, at 3 p.m. Pacific time, learn how risk management strategies at Bulwark Capital Management and active management of portfolios can lower volatility. Zach's going to run this, this meeting. And he's going to go through how their risk management focus has worked. What did 2022 look like? How did it work in previous years? Why is the 60-40 stock bond mix so outdated? So see their performance. Learn how risk management and active management portfolio can protect your retirement. Attend this free live webinar. Okay, it's Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. Super easy. It's free, but the seats are not, not unlimited. They do fill up. So reserve yours now. Go to knowyourriskradio.com. That's K-N-O-W. Knowyourriskradio.com and snag your seats. Investment advisory services offered through Trek Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. The um, Federal Digital Payment System it that's, has no point in pretending it's a payment system. It is a precursor to the seizing of your life's energy. And it's not just going to be they control what you purchase. That's obviously where this is headed. That's what ESG was the framework for. The ESG score was a framework to control what you purchase from whom. They've been normalizing this forever. People have been taught, oh, you have to purchase health insurance. Why? Well, the government told me, so I have to. Because the government says, I have to buy this. I have to get injected. Why? Because the government says so. I have to wear a mask. Why? Because the government says so. They are normalizing this. They've been normalizing it. And here we sit now with this on the way back to this article from CNBC. The system will allow bill payments, money transfers, such as paychecks and disbursements from the government, as well as a host of other consumer activities to move more rapidly and at a lower cost according to the program's goals. Okay, let's go through that real quick. Which one of these can you not do now? Digital bill payment. I can do that. Money transfer. If I chose to, I could do that from a smartphone. Paychecks and disbursements from the government. 
You could sign up to have your, uh, the, the money, your money that the government held on for a year and pretends is a refund when it's actually them giving you your money back. Well, that I guess is a refund, but you paid your taxes ahead. You can get that deposited electronically with digits and a host of other activities that will, make, that will, that will move more rapidly. What other activities? And lower cost. How so? Lower than PayPal and Venmo and all those things? How can it be lower cost when you guys are a debtor nation? Well, we are. Participants will complete a training and certification process in early April, according to a Fed announcement. Oh, that's interesting. Did PayPal need training? Do you remember taking a, a, a PayPal training session or, on how to use it or Venmo? D- 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 did you need one? No. Institutions that participate in the program will have seven-day, 24-hour access as opposed to a system currently in place that closes on the weekends. Or you could just open on the weekends. Program advocates say it will get, um, get, uh, get money out to people much more quickly. For instance, they said government payments like those issued in the early days of the COVID pandemic, pandemic would have been crowded into accounts immediately rather than the days it took to reach most people. So, number one, there was never a pandemic. It never reached that level. The, the World Health Organization had to change the definition of pandemic to make this count as one. Number two, no. In fact, many people got that deposited automatically. You were told to check. And if it wasn't in there automatically, they would give it back. They would then mail it to you. CNBC is excited about this. CNBC has no questions about this. CNC, CNBC has no skepticism about this. Coming from an organization whose members say we have infinite cash. There could never be a shortage. From members, organizations who just watched another bank collapse and then bailed out the depositors who were some of the most sophisticated financial people in the world, still are. This Federal Reserve is not federal. We know that. It's connected to the Treasury. We know that. The Treasury is breaking laws at record heights. Buying corporate bonds illegally, and we're going to trust them. But this isn't even nearer to the worst part. The worst part is this. They intend to have our money expire. They intend to issue cash that expires. Digits that go away. We'll talk about that in a second. Imagine your social security. That you, maybe you haven't dug into that yet. So you're of the age and maybe you've made enough money in your life. You haven't had to dig into that. So just imagine that money there. In the lockbox, as Al Gore said, you see in a lockbox. And these are the people who are managing that. This is Janet Yellen and Bill Cassidy, Senator Cassidy, questioning Janet Yellen, the same Janet Yellen who said there would never be another bank run in her lifetime. Then why doesn't the president care? He cares very deeply. Then where is his plan? 
he stands ready to work with Congress. That's a lie, address. because when a bipartisan group of senators has repeatedly requested to meet with him about social so that somebody who is a current beneficiary will not see her benefits cut by 24 percent, we have not heard anything on our request. The plan is right here, Senator Cassidy. I'm describing the plan. The plan is to launch this thing, the so-called payment system, in June, probably in July, to follow up then with currency that expires. So let's go back to that, the, the, the Social Security currency you think you have. You don't have that. This is from reclaimthenet.org. And it's coming from Europe, so it'll never come here. The European Central Bank is considering using negative interest rates, a tool that erodes the value of your money as it introduces the digital euro. It's central bank digital currency. Oh, wait, hold on a second. We're doing this at the same time as Europe? Well, that's fascinating. Didn't we just lock down at the same time as Europe? Didn't they lock down the same organizations, schools, churches, and gyms in Europe as people did here? Didn't they leave the other trash open? Strip clubs and and pot stores and liquor stores? Didn't they reward big business by allowing them to continue to operate while small business was shut? Aren't they also experiencing bizarre supply chain issues? Access to food, the triad of freedom, food, health care, and the ability to acquire that given money as one way to do that or barter. According to this is all um, this is back to this piece from Reclaim the Net. According to Sarah Polarovic, executive director of the Digital Euro Association, it's a think tank, during an appearance on the Poundcast podcast. Polarik said that the EBC, that's the, the, the Central Bank of Europe, wants to keep the policy open for a tiered remuneration after it introduces the digital euro because ECBs want to have measures that incentivize or disincentivize people to hold on to less or more of the central bank digital currency. She added that one of the measures of the ECB is considered negative interest rates. So you have your bank account. You've saved your money. You have sweated your, your tail off. You've worked your hands raw or your voice raw. You've scraped together 800,000, a million bucks in cash. Okay, so now you're in a money market. That's safe. That's a safe investment. It's 100% insured. Nope. It's not. If you don't use it to buy garbage that you don't want from companies you don't like at prices you cannot afford, then that money is going to lose its value. They're going to take its value away. They're going to drain it of value so that your dollars are now 75 cents. This is a vampire tax. What is your... What, what, what really is in your bank? It is your life's energy. 
I didn't invent that. It's a uh, talk show host who has since passed on a very funny and very talented man named Peter Weisbach invented that. Our life's energy. Well, as far as I know, he invented it. It's the first place I heard it. So you store your life's energy. What does a vampire do when it comes to suck your blood? It's taking your life's energy to put into its dead body. What do we know about the world financial circumstance? It's been drained. The treasuries have been drained. Who's done it? These people. These people have done it. These exact people have done it. Now they're coming for our money. And you think you're safe with cash. No, they just do the same thing they've done before. Oh, you're not allowed to own gold. Oh, you're not allowed to own those dollars. Oh, those dollars, they're not good for exchange anymore. Nope. You have to take them to the bank and turn them in. So right now, if you can afford it, buy barterable items. Keep investing. Keep putting money in with with Bulwark or wherever you invest. We've got to play both sides of this. We've got to hedge. Buying barter is hedging. And what we're going to have to do to Republicans is tell them, look, guys, I just have to say this very clearly. It's beginning to not matter. Democrat versus Republican. The fact that this proposal has not had 100% disapproval from all Republicans proves that party is useless. So we're going to have to have some pain here, guys. And some of that pain is going to have to be we pick items. And this is one of them. If you're a Republican and you don't fight to stop this, I will vote for a Democrat over you. Well, I can't vote for a Democrat and you can't either, but I will not vote. You'll lose me. I will sit it out and then we'll wait for God to sort it out. You will not be in power. This has got to be a pass fail issue. And that's the first bit of culture jamming. You think you're going to bring us back to the fold after you let this fall in place? Nope. Republican Party, that word will be dead to me. And I just spoke to a group of very, very conservative, very godly Republicans over the weekend and shared this with them. We have to call things what they are. This is a vampire tax to soak up our life's energy. Back to this piece from Reclaim the Net. Governments and globalist institutions such as the World Bank are big fans of expiring money because they see it as a monetary policy tool that can make money costly to hold and would thus pressure people to spend it quickly. These are the same. Do you know what that is? Let me, okay, think about that phrase. It's a monetary policy tool that can make money costly to hold and thus pressure people to spend it quickly. Hold on to that phrase in your mind. Make sure I formulate this the right way. Because it is directly related, man. It's directly related to a a column in Bloomberg News that explained something about the World Economic Forum. You will own nothing and be happy. So, gosh, how many times can I start? Let me say it this way. I was in a uh, place with weights and and ropes to climb and balls to throw recently. Yeah, Jim. And there's a guy who works out there. Man, this guy. um, He has one leg. And it's impolite, I think, to go say, how did you lose your leg? So I've not done that. 
And I'm guessing by the way he, he carries himself and by the way he, uh, his politeness and his self sense of discipline that I see, I'm, I'm guessing he may have lost that serving our country. I'm guessing, I don't know, but the things he can do on that one leg, uh, box jumps. Yeah. Seated box jumps. You know what those are? You sit down so you can't get good momentum and pop yourself up on a box. He's doing 24 inches on one leg. I think the guy's probably mid thirties now, probably later. A little, little later in the 30s, strong as all get out. Came up to me the other day. He was doing his thing, and I was doing mine. He was doing slam balls. These, um, these, uh, uh, you, tw- you twist your trunk and slam the ball. And he throws shot put and discus uh, seated because of his uh, missing leg. And we were talking about that. Wow, I can't believe how far he can throw that. And he said to me, and this is how polite he is. He said, hey, um, Pardon me for saying, but you look so slim. Is that on purpose? Because <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, I've got the cancer real bad. Uh, and I said, yeah, no, it's, it's on purpose. I, I am trying to slim down in this. He goes, you look so, so good. And now this is not aesthetic for me. I don't, I don't care about the aesthetics. But that was right after, right after I did a workout that I thought was going to murder me. I, I had prepped for this thing. I avoided it. I, I didn't want to do it. I kept finding reasons. Oh, I can't start yet because there's a lady in the gym. It's, so being lighter, even as hard as I worked out, is, is, as a workout is so much better. And I can tell you this. This is, I did not expect this. Being at this now just slightly below 13% body fat, Everything is more comfortable. Sitting in my truck is more comfortable. Sitting here is more comfortable. Wearing clothes is more comfortable. I don't know how I made it through when I was 150 pounds heavier and it was all fat. I beg you, don't let that continue your life. Go to sodaweightloss.com. They're the best at this, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com. I promise everything's easier with the fat gone, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com. Would it, I think it would be pretty rude for me to say, no, you know what? If we were talking, I, I guess I could ask him, how did you lose your leg? I, or have you always been missing your leg? I, I should probably try that. It is this. Where they're talking about this monetary policy that can make money more costly to hold and would thus pressure people to spend it quickly. Go back to this Bloomberg editorial I read you. It was about why homeownership is not for most people. Want to know why? Because we hold on to our houses too long. Because we don't flip them often enough. Because they want to constantly be building new things where we live. Because our houses are not big enough. They're not grand enough. They must be bigger. When, when I was leaving the separate country of Seattle, there was a plan like this. Gosh, everything comes out of that that horrendously evil country called Washington. They're they're tracking Europe. There's a plan there to tax people on the one day value of their house. There the 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 um what is it called? It's um it's like the proper value of a of, of a, a a property. So here's the way it works. We were blessed. God blessed us with a home that had a view of this little town uh, called Des Moines. 
Uh, and yes, say the last S, there was a television commercial that went out and the mayor said, we're not Des Moines, Iowa, and we're not Des Moines, France. Say the last S, Des Moines. So you do say the last S and don't say otherwise. Please, I beg you. Just It gets me on, it gets me on one. So we were blessed with that view of the little town, view of the, of the sound, and an, an inordinately big yard we had. It was a blessing. Beautiful house. And here's the way this tax would work. They would come along and say, hey, you know that lot that your house is on? If we tore that house down and built a 16-unit condo building, we'd have a higher tax base. Therefore, the actual value of your house isn't $800,000. The actual value of your house is $8 million. And then they're going to tax you based upon what the value would be if you would just get the heck out of the way and let them build a great big box that people would live in and inside smaller boxes. That's what their plan was. And here you have them making this the plan for our savings accounts. And our retirement accounts. It's theft. I've often said that the property tax is the worst and most immoral tax in the world because you continue to pay for a thing you own that you never owned. Call things what they are. We don't own our homes. In this case, you don't own your retirement account. This requires us to jam culture. Banks, we're not going to be there. Why would I bank with you? If you guys don't oppose this, why would I have any relationship with you? Big store, Walmart, I'll never come in. Why would I if you're going to back this? I will look for every single possibility to avoid you in every way, shape, matter, idea, faction, or form. And I don't want to break laws. I don't want to steal because we can't fight for heaven with the things of hell. But you're going to make me go out and harvest animals from the forest without a permit. You're going to make me. And I'll do it. I, I fear not that who, who can harm the body. I don't fear that. I don't fear death, not even a little bit, because I know where I'm going. But I also am not going to participate in the turning of the corner into a society where everybody else is trapped. Because if this isn't the mark of the beast, it, it, I know that the Bible very specifically describes the mark of the beast, and this is not it. It's not the way it's described. But if you can't see that this is a precursor to it, then there's nothing you can see. And people who go along with this because they are either so bought in, they're so owned, I have a greater frustration with them than the people who are doing it. I expect, I expect a rattlesnake to bite people. I expect a shark to hunt. I expect Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party to try to kill us with bioweapons. I expect Vladimir Putin to try to, uh, you know, tr try to affect our elections by backing anti-fracking ads and anti-fracking groups. I expect the Chinese Communist Party to fund things like Black Lives Matter Incorporated. I expect all of that. I'd be disappointed in if they didn't because they're our enemies. Like, what are you doing? You're going to be enemies or not? But you'll listen to Mitt Romney here in a second and, and Mitt Romney talking about the same people who want to install this for us. You think they're going to be affected by it? No, because when you have a, when you have $40 billion, oh, come to me with your negative interest rate. 
What do you do in their case? You buy property. You buy land. From who? From people who can't afford their houses anymore. Why? Because you lost your work? No. You could be a retired person and they install this negative interest rate, this, this, this expiring money. They install this and you're retired and you're living in your house and all of a sudden your $800,000 is $400,000. What are you going to pay your property taxes with? You're out. That's what they want. They want us in their boxes. Very clear to me. I just witnessed what I think is a little happy side effect of our dog having rough greens every day. She still doesn't dig it when people come to the house. She gets jittery and nervous and she barks. But man, she calmed down quick. A friend of ours brought uh, she and her kids over. And they were baking cookies with my, uh, with my daughter, who's a very gifted baker. And the dog, was, the dog did her thing. She barked. But then within less than a minute, she calmed down. She even let our friend Jessica pet her and seemed okay with it. That's new, man. It's new because, and I, I credit a lot of this to Rough Greens. I don't know about you, but when I have poor nutrition, I don't respond very well to, to, to stress. How could I? My body's not keyed up for it. How could I respond well? And our dogs, they don't get the nutritional values that they need. They're they're not designed to live the way they do inside apartments and houses. And that dry dog food, it may contain some, you know, some macronutrients, some proteins, and some carbohydrates, but it doesn't have any live nutrition. It, It can't. The shelf life is too long. And the canned meats that we buy, or even I was, where was I? Gosh, it was in a big store and they had some fresh meat you buy for dogs, but you're not supposed to eat it yourself because it's not human grade. Um, that, that's great, except it also can't give them the biodiversity because they roam. They roam around as wolves. They roam around and eat a bunch of stuff. Oh, by the way, my dog went back at the deer pellets. All, all this training. And I'm like, you have, you have rough greens. You're going to eat deer pellets? I had to yell at her again. No eating. So rough greens is not dog food. It is a supplement for dog food that gives dogs back that which modern society has taken from them. It's ruffgreens.com. Rough, like a dog saying rough. Ruffgreens.com slash Todd. You can try this for free. They're going to send you a free starter kit, okay? You just go to roughgreens.com slash Todd. They'll send you the product. All you have to pay is the shipping. That's it. So you're not paying for this supplements of amazing nutrition for your dog. It's roughgreens.com slash Todd. So, you know, at the top of the show, at the beginning of the podcast, I played a little clip from that guy, Daniel Goldman. He ran on income inequality and he has a $30 million so-called nonprofit in a tax haven island. So what's negative interest rates going to do to him? He just shifts his money into physical assets. So this is an argument perhaps for gold. And then they say, oh, you can't trade with gold. We have to hedge all over the place. So frankly, and we'll talk to Zach about this on Friday is how to prepare for this. Or how do you hedge against this? And we just, we can't just drop out of the market. We can't just walk away from that gain. We need to be smart and hedge. And part of hedging to me is more physical property to me. And certainly more things we can barter with. 
But when you look at the very tip top of this country and what is being discovered about the Biden financial scandal, that it's all the way down to Hallie Biden. I don't, I don't mean to describe her as lowly. You know, I don't know her, but she was married to Bo Biden. And then she and Hunter decided to, to have sex with each other just for a while. It felt good. Why not? Why not have sex with your brother's, you know, your dead brother's wife for six or seven months? It felt good. You know, thrill of the flesh and all. Just follow your flesh. That's always good. That's what God said. Follow your flesh. Actually, God, the opposite. Opposite. Live his way. And then Hunter apparently told her to go, hey, you need to get an HIV check right away. Why? Ah, just thinking. Completely dysfunctional family. And Hallie Biden got like $30,000, $35,000 from the Chinese Communist Party. So she's sitting around one day. And a check pops into her bank account, no doubt from the Fed's platform. $35,000. Hey, it's from Xi, the dictator of China. What did I do for that? Oh, your last name is Biden. Oh, okay. And you have Mitt Romney, who's going to vote on things like a central bank digital currency eventually. And here's how Mitt views this, the, the financial scandal of, of Hunter Biden. And Joe Biden, and, and we know it's not just Hallie Biden, the, the million bucks, it, it, it got spread around. Here's this name and Biden's brother and Biden's son, and then an unnamed Biden. I wonder who that was. Who do you think is the unnamed Biden? Well, don't say it's me, because I was busy. Um, I, was, uh, I was an astronaut uh, back, you know, when Neil Armstrong, um, I, was, I actually was Neil Armstrong. Then I changed, and now I'm Joe. Um, oh, I'm just going to get myself in trouble. This is Mitt Romney. There's no question but that the appearance of looking into Burisma and Hunter Biden uh, appears political. With regards to Hunter Biden, taking excessive advantage of his father's name is not a crime. Taking excessive advantage of his father's name is not a crime. I think people are tired of these, uh, these kind of political uh, investigations and would hope that if there's something of significance that needs to be evaluated, that it would be done by perhaps the FBI or some other agency. Uh, we also have a lot of work to do uh, on matters that are not related to Burisma. We probably ought to focus on those things. Do you see any sign of Russian disinformation in those reports? That would be a hard question for me to answer. No, it's a very easy. Yeah. It's very easy. What I would say to it's a very easy answer. There is no Russian disinformation. Here we have Joe Biden, who is apparently encouraging Mitt Romney to run for Senate. What is going on there? <laughs> Secretary, does it? Nice to see you. Thank you. Speak in just a moment. Elbow bumping with me. Is Joe Biden an honorable man? And the interactions I've had with him, he seems to be a, a man of honor. Mitt Romney. I spoke to Mitt this morning again. This is a man of enormous integrity. Enormous integrity. What is going on there? Burisma is the leading independent exploration and production company operating in the Ukrainian oil and gas market. Hunter Biden, director. Governance principles, leadership, efficiency, remuneration. Joseph Kofer Black, director. Kofer Black is a master spy. Kofer Black is also the in-house intelligence officer for the Romney 2012 presidential campaign. A man like Kofer Black can be very, very valuable, especially since he's earned the trust of uh, Governor Romney. Kofer Black, who was uh, director of the Counterterrorism Center at the Central Intelligence Agency. Well, thank you very much, Frank. It's a real pleasure to be uh, on this panel. I was at NSA as the chief lawyer 
there in case things went poorly. <laughs> sort of like the Warren Zevon song, what happens, you know, when, when it hits the fan. Do you know where Hunter Biden's laptop is? Again, I'm not going to talk about Matthew G. Olson. Do you know where it is? I sit here. Do you know where it is? I'm not going to talk about any ongoing. Is Hunter Biden a national security threat? That's not a question that would come up before me, uh, Congressman. We're uh, the head of it, the it, National Security Division, and he gave a million bucks to Hunter Biden. Are you familiar with that? I'm not going to speak about any ongoing. Joe Biden, the big guy in panic messages. Do you guys call Joe Biden the big guy at the Department of Justice? You know why you don't speak question? about it? Because it's about Hunter Biden. He's earned the trust of uh, Governor Romney. And I think people are tired of these uh, these kind of political uh, investigations. Would hope that if there's something that needs to be evaluated, that it be done by perhaps the FBI or some other agency. Taking excessive advantage of his father's name is not a crime. Uh, Director Ray, I, I begin by saying how much uh, I appreciate the work of, of your agents and how much I respect them. I have great respect for uh, the men and women who work for the, the FBI. That is a, that's a great job. It's the ultra mega party on Twitter. Great job of putting together what is basically, well, it's not a campaign ad. It's a mini expose, a mini documentary about why we are on our own in this. Um, we're going to have to think of some things prior to them installing this. Up to and including an all-purpose strike. I know that's the tool of the left. I get that. I understand. It's not something I've ever wanted to do. But we may have to put we may have to put in place something very very radical. Tucker Carlson has talked about the fact that this is it. This if they get to install this, it's the end. So we may have to put together something very very radical. Like, oh, you want us to spend their money? How about no? How about we're just buying survival food now? How about that? How about we're, you want us to travel less? Okay. You want us to buy less gas? Okay. How about if we just don't participate in the economy? How's that sound? How about that? I have uh, on my head something that just puts me in a bad position because I'm not going to stop buying bone frog coffee. But then again, they're not pushing for a currency takeover. I can guarantee Tim Cruikshank, the founder and CEO of Bone Frogs, against this. In fact, he and I have discussed it. Why would he be against it? Well, he did that thing where he risked his life for us for 25 years, or a good portion of that. He was a 25-year Navy veteran. He was a trauma surgeon with Navy SEALs as a Navy SEAL, a combat-deployed com- uh, surgeon, a trauma surgeon. So putting his life right on the line in the most significant of ways. So he fought for the freedom, the triad of freedom, right? And that is, in a material sense, food, the ability to buy it, medicine. All of that, of course, eventually goes up to God. He provides all of this. And this is the other thing that's so crazy about their move. Once again, it's completely against God Almighty. And on the bags of Bonefrog Coffee, it says, God, country, team. And it's available in all the roasts, all, you know, that is that you can get espresso, you can get drip, you can get, um, you, you can get raw bean, not raw bean, but you can get the beans that you grind on your own. It is in decaf. And he went the right way like he always does in all his coffees. He consulted world famous experts on how to actually, actually create great coffee. And they, in fact, created some of the blends for him. So no surprise that when the decaf, which is called Zen Frog, by the way, the decaf is made with the Swiss water process. What's the other way to do it? Well, when you go to a downscale coffee, that it's made decaf by a chemical process. Swiss water process is what it sounds like. They use water to rid the beans of the decaf. Or pardon me, of the caffeine. 
When you shop at bonefrog.us, you get 5% off lifetime subscriptions. Sorry for the errant button. You get 5% off lifetime subscriptions when you shop at bonefrog.us. Bonefrog.us is the site that Tim and I built together with our team. So please go to bonefrog.us. The stakes are incredibly high, are they not? God has won. We know that. We stand with God. We stand in victory. This is, though, the beginning of the kill shoot. You're watching it. It's unavoidable. Never before in history has the global government that we have, because it's a global government. Oh, is that a conspiracy theory? No. We have a global government. It's obviously behind the scenes. It's obvious. COVID was coordinated 100% globally. The attack on the, uh, the minds and bodies of kids with the lie of transgenderism, 100% global. Not happening in China. Nor is the mRNA in China. So, gosh, I wonder who's running it. Who's benefiting from all this? China. Their country's not being confused. They're not being injected with mRNA. Their country's simply being put into prison camps because the Chinese Communist Party's that evil. They're building the infrastructure here to do it to us. And the Bible told us days like this would come. Number one, make sure you're in alignment with God Almighty. Number two, make sure you serve God's will. Number three, make sure that you are praising God for all he's given us. Number four, please make sure that you're allowing God to work through you to bring others to him, starting primarily with your family. That is where victory lies. In terms of our country, our victory is going to have to lie in no. When the lockdowns began, I begged people, stop caring about football games. Stop caring about going to the mall. Stop caring about anything where they can hold you up over an injection. Stop caring from it. Divorce from it. And for the people who listen to this program with means, millionaires, multimillionaires, you're going to be asked, well, you are asked, you're told by the Lord Jesus to care for the least of these. To whom much is given, much is going to be expected. Are you prepared to take some of your wealth right now and begin getting ready to help people because God will be watching you. You had the means. You had all sorts of life's energy stored up. And when the wicked and evil government installed expiring cash, were you ready to step and help people? Because he is coming to judge. Jesus will come again. He'll have questions for those of us who have some means. I don't have tens of millions of dollars. I pray I'm able to be of service to people when this stuff hits. If you do have tens of millions, God will be looking to you to feed others, perhaps to house them. The alternative is to one day sit in front of God and have him say, I was hungry and you did not feed me. And that is not an alternative any of us want to face. That's the downside. The upside is, as we do this, we stand in victory. Victory is getting closer. And people like the party can't understand it. Because they somehow think they can win against God. 
It's going to require all of this. And some of it beforehand, some actual political action beforehand. What would happen if 20% of conservatives said, we're going to take a month off from spending money? We'll work from home. We'll eat our survival food for a month. You know, we have it sitting around anyway. You're supposed to rotate it. We'll just take a month off. We'll see how you like it. If we start bartering now and let them know, hey, you know what? We're actually going to do that through barter. Well, that's you have to report that as a reportable event. Oh, like Hunter Biden reported his money? I don't want to lie. I don't want to steal because we cannot fight for heaven using the tools of hell. But I also will not participate in the building of the kill shoot that is meant to give people ultimate control to force them to violate the word of God. Because ultimately, that's the design. is to force people to violate the word of God because if they don't violate God's word, they don't eat. And therefore, let us not fear those who can harm just the body. Let us fear he who can harm both the body and the soul, and only one entity qualifies, and that is God Almighty. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the playbook. Thank you for reminding us the game is getting good because we're on the winning side. Thank you for reminding us it's not going to be a fun time, but thank you for reminding us as well that with you, we have nothing to fear. We love you. We thank you for that. Thank you for trusting us in this time. Let's go get it done. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and make every effort to stay on the winning team. How much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app.